Welcome to the Color and Chaos Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. No matter where this finds you, my hope and prayer is that this will find you in a real and a relevant way. No matter if you have the most broken of a heart or the most joyful of heart, that no matter what we talk about, that it'll be able to meet you and permeate just your day and your week. And that it will be able to uh, inspire you to be able to think and to thrive today with where you're at and where today and uh, this week brings you. Um, so if this is your first time uh, being a part of this, um, I want to encourage you, if this does bless you, if this is some, there's something here that uh, speaks to you and, and you want to share it, then please feel free to share it with those um, that, that is put on your heart. Also, uh, just some housekeeping. Um, when you rate or review um, this podcast, whether on iTunes or on the Google Play Music Store, or even when you uh, leave comments or uh, inspire dialogue on YouTube, um, what that does, it, it goes into the algorithm and it helps spread this right now, what we're doing here, the uh, the video and the audio of this podcast, it helps spread it out um, to even more people that maybe would have never came across it um, if you didn't take the time to uh, review or comment or just uh, be involved with this ministry. And so I just want to encourage you that if this is a blessing to you, feel free to talk about it and to share it because um, we truly are in this together. And so I'm really excited about today's episode. Um, I uh, again, I don't have a, a mic stand right now, so I'm uh, I'm being uh, I'm being a little uh, uh, a little uh, creative and uh, and doing it the way that we are. But um, but I'm really excited about today's episode. I want to open up um, and just ask the Lord just to be with this time and um, be with uh, everything that comes out of my mouth, um, and also just be with our hearts. Um, I feel like there's uh, a lot here that I need to hear, and there's a lot that uh, that we need to hear. So I want to go ahead and pray and jump into it. Lord God, just uh, thank you for who you are and what you're doing. Uh, Lord, for those that do know you, that have uh, surrendered their life to you, Jesus, Lord, please, will you um, even grow them deeper today? May today not be a day where they uh, they just look at everything they have going on and just go through the motions, but Lord, they are alive for a reason and a purpose, and today is a part of that. Um, and this is not by accident. Anything that happens today is not by accident. But Lord, you truly can use anything, even the worst situations, in order to produce the best and the and the most genuine growth within us. Lord, and also for those that are listening or watching this that yet not yet have made that decision to surrender surrender their life to you, Lord, um, you know what's 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 uh, what their hang up is, Lord. You know what is holding them back. And Lord, I just want to pray for them as well. Lord, I love them and you love them. Lord, let them just know love and uh, let that be able to set them free um, today with wherever they're at. Lord, um, may we as uh, as people who do know you um, just be um, so quick uh, to um, have compassion and empathy and love for everyone and anyone, no matter where they're at, no matter what they believe. Um, but Lord, may we always uh, just be in tune with you. May we know you and uh, not be afraid to make you known through our actions and uh, starting with life change within our hearts. But we need you, Jesus, and we are nothing without you. In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. Amen. I wanted to open up today's episode um, and uh, kind of with a question. Um, have you ever been, have you ever caught yourself, um, I guess, almost in like a daydream, Right. Have you ever been in a daydream? Have you ever been kind of in like lost in a trance? Sometimes this, uh, I know for me, happens at work. Um, sometimes when, when I'm at work, I can easily just kind of zone out for a second and, and think about what I got going on later on in the day. 
Um, and also traditionally, usually uh, when, when I think about daydreaming, I think about the time when I was in school, when I was in elementary, middle, and high school and college. And, and all those years of just being behind a desk and just hearing a, uh, a, hearing a person talk. Um, and it would be so easy for me. And looking back, I remember so many times I would just zone out and uh, just kind of be in a trance. And I feel like we all can relate to that. There's just kind of being in a trance and just kind of zoning out. But I don't know if you know the feeling, um, which I'm sure a lot of you do. Um, but have you ever had that feeling of just that moment where maybe it's somebody or something just kind of breaks you out of that trance? It just breaks you out of that trance. That no matter what you were just kind of like going down the rabbit hole, you know, if it's a, you know, kind of like an Alice in Wonderland type of just like, you're just going down like all this like fantasy land of, of just like what you got going on in your day or in the future, or, or maybe you're thinking about something and it starts to kind of, you start to dwell upon it and it's, or you start going even deeper, deeper, deeper down into that hole. Um, there's always something that just kind of snaps you out of it. And sometimes it takes pain. Sometimes, you know, um, if you're if you're in a trance, like, you know, riding your bike and also you hit that pothole and then you're like, oh, okay, 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 I gotta I gotta pay attention. I gotta pay attention. Or or maybe it's been maybe you've been walking down the street and you've been at an intersection and and I know this has happened to me before. I, I've been kinda on my phone or maybe I've been listening to music and um, but I just kind of been lost in whatever I was engaging in. And then all of a sudden it just hits me, wait a minute. Oh no! Like I'm, I'm in the middle, like of like cars flying by me. I need to be attent. I, I need to be attentive. Sometimes that takes a little horn to kind of wake you up if you're driving and you start to kind of zone out a little bit. I know for me, I'm from South Carolina, so often I'll take trips, twelve hour trips from Michigan down to South Carolina, and I, I can't even begin to tell you the amount of times that there's always been something that just kind of snaps me out of it when I start to zone out while driving. And I thank the Lord for it. And there's so many times I could have e- either been seriously hurt or even killed if I, if, I, if I didn't have something just to wake me up. And so I know for me, um, uh, one, one, it's something that kind of inspired us to talk about this today. Uh, it inspired me to be able to share this with you today. I kind of had a moment of kind of getting out of that trance um, this last week. Um, over here in Michigan, we've had a, a, a lot of uh, kind of snow days and ice days, um, uh, freezing rain. Um, actually, um, you know, around this time right now of recording it, we've um, had a lot of ice, a lot of uh, a lot of freezing rain and stuff. And and so because of that, um, there's there's been some moments where, except for um, having to go into work or um, different activities, a lot of things have been canceled. And so um, I found myself the other day, um, I, I, I was in one of those moods where I was like, hey, I just want to kind of veg, uh, maybe watch a show or something. And so I put on Netflix, you know, like any, you know, 20, 24 year old would do is put, you know, put on Netflix. And um, I, I've been hearing recently about this documentary, right? This documentary about a serial killer in the late 70s, 80s, his name was Ted Bundy. And there is Netflix has this documentary about about his life and um, and for me I am a huge documentary and just like history nerd I love learning about uh, about people about events about situations um, and just drawing applications from it and um, so this was something that kind of piqued my interest so. 
Anyway, I find myself, and you, the, the way that Netflix is, and the way that a lot of media is, is that they know what they're doing in order to get you hooked, in order to get you just kind of, you know, oh, you know, I, I know I only got kind of an hour in my day, but I, I kind of want to go ahead and watch the next episode, the next episode, the next episode. So um, a, lot of, a lot of times, this term is called binge-watching, and um, it's, it's a real thing. It, when you have availability, uh, might as well you know, say, okay, well, it's easier to justify it, except for, you know, having to wait another week for another episode. Traditionally, that's how it's been in television and, um, and in media in general. But, but anyway, so I find myself, I watch an episode of it and I'm just, I'm just intrigued by this story and intrigued about, uh, what happened and, and, uh, what, and I, I want to know, you know, what, what did it take to catch this guy? You know, what, what was going on? You know, what was the things behind the scenes? Um, and all of a sudden, I start watching another episode. But before I know it, I kind of feel myself kind of in like one of those trances um, where just I, I kind of tune everything out. There's other things I needed to get done, but I was just kind of in one of those trances. And I was kind of getting lost within the story, getting lost within what was going on. And, and I mean, it's, it's a documentary about serial killing. So it's not anything like, you know, edifying or anything like, you know, like, oh, wow, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go tackle my day, you know? <laughs> no, it's, if anything, it's, it's, it's just weighing on me, it's weighing me down, it's, it's making me just like, like, oh, you know, like, because I'm getting involved in this, this messed up story. And then before you know it, I had one of those just kind of snap out of it moments. I, I had my phone by me, and um, and and the the woman that I'm dating, um, she uh, she had the day off because of school. The school got canceled and everything, and so she had time to call me outside of the normal time where we would usually talk. And so all of a sudden, I, I feel my phone vibrate, and it kind of just kind of snaps me out of that trance. I look over and I see I see her name. I see Sarah. So I, I immediately pick it up, and and she's like, "Hey, how you doing?" You know, she's like. In, in her normal mood and everything, and and honestly, like when I picked up, my 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 mind was like all on this, all this other stuff. Like I I wasn't like you know in, in the in the best place to pick up the phone, but I knew I needed to pick up the phone. So I'm like, oh hey, and um, I can't remember or not, but I'm I'm sure she was like, oh like did I catch you at a bad time? Like were you sleeping? But in reality. I say all that to say that that I was in a trance. I was kind of losing reality for a moment. And it took Sarah calling me to kind of snap me out of it, to snap me out of that that kind of mirage that I was I was going down. And I'm thankful for that. But I know that that every single day there is so many times where I find myself kind of in that in that trance. And, and, and I want you to think about maybe you, maybe if you're, if you're listening this or watching this, uh, where are those trances for you? Is it, is it, is it maybe a temptation? Is it something that um, you're, you're struggling or wrestling with? Or, or maybe it's kind of a trance of getting lost within, um, you know, your dreams or aspirations, and it's hard to be present within reality, within the present day. Maybe you are going through a situation or a circumstance that is so painful, so hurtful, so just, um, just, just full of grief that it's almost like you're in a trance that you can't see any of the color around you. You can't see any of the good around you because you're so focused on something and, and, and everything else is just like fades into the background, fades into the gray. And so thinking about that, I wanted to show this clip 
And I remember seeing this as a little kid, um, and 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 in this clip, I want you to watch as as this idea of mirages and trance just kind of come alive in, in a comical way. But but there's some applications here that I feel um, just very led to talk about. And so um, go ahead and watch this clip. This clip, uh, if you're listening and you can't watch this, this clip comes from a Donald Duck, um, a, a Donald Duck and a and a Goofy cartoon back from. Um, back from Disney back when they used to have uh, hand-drawn ca- cartoons, kind of like in the style of Looney Tunes. Um, but but as you watch this, I want you to think about um, what is it, what is it about mirages? Of, for one, why is it so easy to fall for them? And for two, where does it lead you? And so um, I'm going to have to play this clip and I'll see you on the flip side. A Sony fountain? Huh. I guess I'll go and wet my whistle. <clears throat> what wouldst thou drink to quench thy burning thirst? <laughs> Give me a double ice cream soda. Thy wish is my command. Oh. <laughs> hey! Hey! It's gone. <laughs> so it is. Wouldst have another? Yeah, but, but, but I... Uh... Hey! Four more? Thou art indeed thirsty, my friend.
So if you're listening to this podcast, that probably made no sense. So I apologize. But uh, if, if you are watching, then you, you, you saw everything play out. And so in that, um, you see uh, Donald Duck and you also see Goofy. Um, and they were in the desert. They were, they were you know, just, just feeling the pain of, of just desiring water and comfort and security and shelter, as you would imagine, in, in the desert. But then you see Goofy fall for a mirage. And so what a mirage is, is something that you start to see within your head, but is not really there. And we saw it in a comical way. Goofy runs because he sees a soda shop um, in the middle of the desert. And he's just like, yes, finally, I'm, I'm able to get away from this heat and to, to get my thirst filled. And so he goes. But before you know it, you see this application. And it actually, it's a biblical application um, that kind of enveloped around that, right? You saw how they fell for the mirages, both Goofy and Donald. Donald fell for the mirage of thinking that there was a big ice, the berg, basically, in the middle of the desert. And, and he all that he wanted was just some, some to fill that thirst. And so he runs, and, and, and Goofy runs to the soda shop. But before you know it, they're actually enslaved by the mirages. And you see Donald later on in, in that clip... Donald is going from one, one mirage to another mirage to another mirage to another mirage. And honestly, they're the same mirages, but he keeps falling for the same trick. He keeps falling for the same trick, trying to, to tell himself, wait a minute, no, this is different this time. And then Goofy, before you know it, he's enslaved by, by this, this like genie that gave Goofy all that he ever wanted. But in reality, there was nothing there. And, and it showed it kind of comically that what he was sitting on actually was nothing there. And he just fell the moment that he kind of snapped out of it. And with that, sometimes as people, we can so easily be living in a mirage that we fail to be present within our day-to-day life. That, that sometimes for us as people, our lives start to get so wrapped up around mirages, we forget what is real and we forget really where sustenance and, and, and really where life is found. And I wanted to, I wanted to talk about this today, that, that chasing mirages leaves us nothing but enslaved and I want to ask you, what is it that, you, that, that you're enslaved to today? What is the, the things that, that take up your thoughts and your mind and, and your emotions? You know, what is it that, that, that controls you today? Maybe you're a follower of Christ and you're watching this or listening to this and, and, and you know you have a relationship and a walk with Jesus, but maybe you find yourself in the mundane day-to-day days throughout the week. You find yourself just kind of going th- down that same pattern of thought, that same brokenness that you keep reaching for or, or, or that same struggle. And, you, and, and, and before you know it, you know, your weeks are kind of, you're, you're, you're fighting these mirages and, and it's hard to live in the freedom that Christ offers. But chasing mirages leaves us enslaved to fantasy, not to real life. I wanted to read this. I want to read some verse, verses from the Bible to kind of segue, uh, to, to, to go with what it is that we're talking about. And, and one of the things that kind of stood out to me uh, as I was reading throughout uh, the week comes from 2 Peter 3.1. 2 Peter 3, 1. In the context of this, Peter is laying out his heart. This is one of the, one of the, uh, one of the uh, many letters that he has written to these people. And, and he says this. He says, this is my second letter to you, dear friends. 
And in both of them, I have tried to stimulate your wholesome thinking and refresh your memory. And this kind of stood out to me. Um, it, there's so many verses I could have picked from, but this stood out to me because this just shows the heart of Peter in this moment where he's just crying. Basically, look, I am writing. I'm spending time to talk to you to, for, for no other purpose, but just to wake up, wake up. I want you to think about life. I want you to think about realness. I want you to think about truly why you are alive. And, and I thought about this because honestly, that's all that color and chaos is. This right here, I'm talking to myself and I'm also talking to you. And, 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 and the plea and the cry from my heart is that, no, like we should not fall for the mirages of the chaos all around us. But in anything, we should look for the color in those mirages, in those brokenness. And, 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 and if you've been following color and chaos, then you know the cry of my heart is that this is not our home. This is not my home, your home, that we were made for, for so much more than anything this world can offer. That's why death and hurt and pain feels so foreign to us that we were made in the image of our creator. We have a creator that created with a purpose and that purpose was to know him and to be in fellowship with him. But when we, from the very beginning of time, chose for us to do this on our own, we chose mirages except for choosing our creator's savior and sustainer. And when we did that, that caused a friction and a divide between us and our creator. That Purity can't be in the fellowship of impurity or purity won't be pure anymore. And so when we look at what the Bible talks about, our relationship with our creator, we know that on our own, on our own, we will choose our mirages every single time. That the Bible compares us to sheep and sheep are perfect examples of chasing mirages, right? If you look at sheep, they can just stray from the shepherd, which the shepherd doesn't want the sheep to, to, to die. If anything, the shepherd wants the sheep to prosper. But instead, you see the sheep will always start to wander away, chasing the mirages of what's right in front of them and the grass and the, and the sustenance that is right there that they perceive as being all that they need. But then before you know it, they can wander off to the point that they are vulnerable to the enemies around them, the, the, the animals that want to eat them or devour them. And likewise, we know in the scripture that, that the, the Bible says that we have an enemy that seeks to still kill and destroy. And he's like a lion who, who just watches us and waits for the perfect time to devour us. And sometimes it, it, when the enemy strikes, all of a sudden that can snap us out of it. Or when the enemy strikes, you start to look back. And, and as sheep, sometimes we look back and we ask the shepherd, where were you? Does any of that ring a bell in your life? I know it does in mine. There's been so many times in my life that, that I've been chasing mirages. I've been living for me. And then when something bad happens, then I look back and I, and I, I almost like shake my fist at God. and say, where were you? But in reality, he was always there. It's just I wasn't choosing him. And sometimes it took that pain to kind of snap out of it. And also, you know, thinking about, you know, when it comes to mirages and, and, and fantasies, you know, Peter knew this very well. Because that's why Peter is writing to them. He's saying, look, I'm trying to refresh your memory and, and stimulate you to wholesome thinking, thinking about what is really real and not the mirages of the day-to-day -day life that we so easy can choose. Another verse that comes to my mind kind of goes along with what Peter was talking about. And this is Paul now, and he's speaking to the Philippian church in Philippians 4, 8. And he says this, 
And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. What Paul is getting at and what Peter also is getting at is when we fix our thoughts on things that are broken, we ourselves will start to imitate that brokenness. And, and, and what I'm not saying, and, not, and really honestly, what Paul and Peter are not saying is that if we just think about good things and, and have good vibes in our life to say, that, that, that it, will, it will fulfill us and it will make us feel good. <laughs> no. Because if, if you don't fix a broken heart and you don't fix a broken, just broken and, and just messed up heart, then even if you try to think about good things, that brokenness will always spring up. It's almost like if you have a well that, that, that's in the ground and, and this is your source of, of life and sustenance and, and water and, and, and you're constantly going to that well, if you start to start drinking the water and it starts to be a little, something's off. Maybe there's little deposits of mercury or maybe there's little deposits of, of just, just gunk. And before you know it, the, the water that you thought was good for you, you're starting to taste a difference. The, the problem isn't really with the water. It, it's with the well. That's a well that you, you kind of need to stop drinking from, right? It, it's just like if, if I go into my bathroom right now and I turn on the faucet and there's just gunk coming out. The problem isn't the faucet. The problem is where I'm getting my water from. And likewise, just like that, you know, when it comes to our, 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 our day-to-day life, sometimes we can think one thing is the problem, but in reality, it's our hearts that we are choosing mirages. We are choosing to everything to fill us and satisfy us and, and to bring what we're, we're longing and thirsting for. But instead of looking in, in within we should be looking towards our creator, savior, and sustainer saying, no, 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 no. I know I cannot produce what, what will satisfy me on my own. But Lord, I know when I look to you, that you, my creator, you can fulfill me. You can satisfy me. And that takes looking at, 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 at what the word says and saying, wait a minute, no, 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 this is truth. And everything else is a mirage. That except for living life for me, as this world will tell me that 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 you are your boss and that that you are one, and, and you know, and that honestly, that's where all a lot of that you know self help mentality comes from. It's saying, no, 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 you are the captain of your ship, and and when you lead your ship good, then you will get good things. But the problem is, is that we are are pretty bad captains, and we will wreck this boat if not anything. Our boat is already dead, as the scripture says that that we are dead in our sins apart from Christ. And so the lie of fantasy is that it will bring us life. Yet in reality, fantasy just reveals to us that we are dead. And we will always be thinking about something more than anything that is here. Why? Because we were not made for here. If anything, the reason of us fantasizing and going down trances is to say, wait a minute, this is not my home. And this will never fill that void that I feel inside. The moment where our thinking of life, when we think and we, every single day we wake up, the moment when we start every single day when we wake up and say, you know what? Every time I breathe in, 
and breathe out. Jesus, that is because of you. That moment where, where we find ourselves waking up and breathing in and breathing out. The moment that the first thing that comes to our mind is not ourselves, but of the Lord. That we have a creator, savior, and sustainer that will always create with a purpose. And a good creator will not create without making himself known. There's no reason for our creator to hide from us. Just like if I create a beautiful work of art, there's no reason for me to hide behind the ownership of that work of art. It makes no sense. If I'm proud of that work, I'll reveal myself. I'll say, yes, I created that work of art. For instance, in this podcast, I don't, I don't hide my name. I'm not ashamed. We don't have a creator that is ashamed of us, despite our brokenness. Because he knows that the problem, the problem really isn't the brokenness. It's the fact that we are choosing mirages. And we have a creator, savior, and sustainer that literally defeated all, all, all of our brokenness on the cross. That he became like one of us. And he lived the life that we could not live. He never once chose mirages. But he lived life to the full. And he modeled how life and dependence upon the Lord is. And he died as if that he was the most wicked person to ever have lived. He was naked and ashamed. And he was broken for us. So no longer do we have to keep choosing mirages, but now we can choose him. That the hostility between our hearts and his heart is no longer there when we accept what he has done for us. And we stop living for the mirages, but we start to live for life and life abundantly. Jesus says this in John 10.10. He says, look, I did not come to give life, but life abundantly. When we think of Jesus, do we think of life? Do we think of life? 2 Peter 2.19, the, the second part of this verse, it says this, For you are a slave to whatever controls you. You are a slave to whatever controls you. I want to ask you, what is it that, that, that you or we are a slave to today? What are the mirages that, that we need to snap out of today? Maybe it's self-deception. Maybe we're going down this mirage of feeling like we are less than or feeling like we are not good enough. Maybe it's depression. Maybe it's, maybe it's feeling like, like there's no meaning to life. And, and, and chemically and mentally, there's just things going on within us that is producing just a brokenness. And it's hard to kind of snap out of it. And you know that, that once upon a time, you felt life and you felt fulfilled and you felt a, a meaning to it all. But now it's just, you know, there, there's nothing left and you just feel like you are just taking up space. Or maybe it's fear, right? Maybe it's a fear. Maybe it's a fear of, look, if I truly give the Lord everything, then, then how, where, where does that leave me? I don't know. That, that's scary. That's scary for me to think. Because, and, and I, I, you know, Jonah, if I'm being honest with you, I, 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 I want to control things. I want to be able to feel like everything's okay. But, but, but the Bible says when we surrender to Christ, then we have to give up that control. And, and that's hard for me. Maybe you're, you're enslaved to a fear of surrender. Maybe it's enslaved to a fear of, of what others think, right? Goodness gracious, that's the whole high school experience in the United States, right? There's so many times in my life that I, I was held back from truly being all that God made me to be because I was afraid what other people would think. Where are they now? 
They're not here in my room. But sometimes we let them enslave us in our minds. We let them enslave us in our hearts. Maybe we're enslaved by fears of failure, right? I'm scared to have kids because if I have kids, I might not be the great, great dad or a great mom. I'm, in, I, I'm, I'm, I'm scared to, to put myself out there in relationships because I, I feel like I, I won't truly be, be understood or loved. Maybe I'm, I'm afraid of taking a bold step in obedience to Christ when it comes to maybe where I live or where I go. I've dealt with that. I remember when I was living in South Carolina, when I felt the Lord calling me to Michigan, it was so many nights where, where I, I was struggling with, with, Lord, do I trust you? Lord, is this you? Is this me? Did I eat something bad at Taco Bell? What is it that we are enslaved to? Maybe it's the, maybe it's the mirage of lust, of just, just going down this, 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 this dark, this rabbit trail of just fantasy and saying, look, like, look, the Lord will not fulfill me and, 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 and take care of me sexually, because, but, but instead I'm going to have to do whatever I got to do to fulfill this, 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 this hole within me of, of my, my needs and my desires. And we start reaching for things that are just mirages. They're not real. They're ne never, they, they're counterfeit. They're, they're, they're never meant to fully fill that void. Whatever it is that we are chasing, may we say, no, 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 I no longer want to be a slave, like, like 2 Peter 2, 19 says. I don't want to be a slave to whatever controls me, but instead, Lord, I know you came and you lived and you died to deliver me from my slavery to myself and my slavery to all these mirages that I choose every single day. May we stop choosing mirages, but choose the victory of Christ. There is a realness there. There is a rawness there. And he will never leave us empty. He will never leave us empty. Even in the chaos of our life, he will always be, be our sustenance and be our all in all. If we choose to fix our eyes on him, like we read at the very beginning, you know, to fix our thoughts on what is true. When we look at Christ and say, okay, no matter what I'm feeling, no matter what I'm thinking, look, I'm choosing you. I know you are true. You are more true than, than my thoughts or my emotions or my heart right now. But instead, I'm going to lean into your word and trust you with everything. Why? Because I'm fixing my thoughts on what is true. And when I fix my thoughts on what is true, True, everything that is a mirage will fade away. What needs to fade away today? May we have the strength through the power of Christ to just surrender and get on our knees and say, no more mirages. But instead, victory, victory, victory. In your name, Jesus, there will be victory. There will be deliverance. There will be freedom. There will be power. There will no longer be fear. And, and, and it's, it's, like, it's, it's like I have to death grip faith, Lord. And, and whatever you have to do to teach me what it means to death grip and just trust you and hold on with all my might like a little kid that, that is scared of leaving mom or dad. And he's just holding on with everything. May we have a heart that holds on to a faith in whatever is true and noble and pure and trustworthy and not have a heart that starts longing for other things that will never fill the void. Jesus is strong enough to break through and snap us out of any mirage that we fall for. I wanted to end with this. In John 4, we, we see this story of Jesus and as he's interacting with a woman um, in, a, in a place called Samaria. And I wanted to read this to you. And as we read this, I want you just to think about 
what this woman is choosing and, and the state of her heart and, and what the mirages are in her life. And I and also look at the deliverance that Jesus offers and the love and the compassion and how Jesus is right there just to say, look, snap out of it. But I want to read this. This is John 4. I'm going to start with verse 4. He had to go through Samaria on the way. Eventually, he came to a Samaritan village of Sychar, near the field that Jacob gave his son, Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired from his long walk, sat beside the well about noontime. Soon, a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Please give me a drink. He was alone at that time because his disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. The woman was surprised, for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. So she said to Jesus, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? Jesus replied, If you only knew the gift of God and what he has for you and who you are speaking to, you would ask me, and I would give you living water. But sir, you don't have a rope or a bucket, she said. And this well is very deep. Where would you get this living water? And besides, do you think you're greater than our ancestor Jacob, who gave us this well? How could you offer better water than he and his sons and his animals enjoyed? Jesus replied, Anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. But those who drink the water I will give them will never be thirsty. It becomes a fresh, bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Please, sir, the woman pleaded, give me this water. Then I will never be thirsty again, and I will never have to come here to get water. Jesus replied to her, go and get your husband. The woman replied, I I don't have a husband. And Jesus said, you are right. You don't have a husband, for you have had five husbands, and you aren't even married to the man you are living with now. You certainly spoke the truth. Sir, the woman said, you must be a prophet. So tell me, why is it that you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place of worship while we and the Samaritans claim that it is here? Jesus replied, believe me, dear woman, the time is coming when it will no longer matter whether you worship the father on this mountain or in Jerusalem. You Samaritans know very little about the one that you worship while we Jews know all about him for salvation comes through the Jews. But the time is coming. Indeed, it is here now when true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth. The father is looking for those who will worship him in that way for God is spirit. So those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know the Messiah is coming, the one who is called Christ. And when he comes, I know he'll explain everything to us. Then Jesus said to her, I am the Messiah. Heavy heart. We no longer have to live for the mirages. We no longer have to live in those endless loops of arguing our way and justifying our way and why we choose the mirages that we do. 
But just like the Samaritan woman, she was longing for something that she thought can be filled by her husband's, by, by the well that she was looking to. But you saw the eagerness within this woman when she said, well, no, 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 give me that living water. And I'm here to tell you here today, heavy heart, that water is Jesus and he will never leave you dry. And no matter what these mirages and the things that, that is hard for us to snap out of, that no matter what they are, that we have a savior creator and sustainer that is there, that is there that is there and he is willing and ready to to bridge that gap between our our longings and his fulfillment Jesus is the living water that we will never, 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 never have to thirst for all the stupid and silly and broken mirages that this world throws our way we do not be, need to be enslaved by whatever controls us, as Second Peter says. And also, we have the strength only through the Holy Spirit, only through a life surrendered to Christ. And by calling upon his name, we have the strength only by his name to always to have, a, have a heart that desires to fix our thoughts on what is pure and noble and true and trustworthy. And we always have the ability to stimulate our minds towards wholesome thinking. Why? Because we have a spirit within us that is living water, that, that, that the spirit of God, when we surrender our life, becomes inside of us and he's always just 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 like that shepherd just constantly just say no 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 no, no. you're looking towards a mirage i want you to fix your eyes on me i am true i am true i am true i am true that heavy heart may we rest easy in the savior that 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 our hearts are longing for may every day we wake up and choose life and not the fantasy that mirages the mirages the mirages just constantly bombard us from the inside out. But instead, may we live truly in claiming and proclaiming the victory of Christ, saying, no, 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 you died so that I no longer have to be controlled by, by what's enslaving me. But instead, I can choose life and life abundantly through the Lord Jesus Christ. You are not a lost cause. You are not a lost cause, no matter the brokenness you may feel today. There is a plan and purpose for your life that goes far beyond any mirage can ever tell you that you have a creator, savior, and sustainer that you can know and that you can truly experience no matter what you've done, no matter where you're at. May we be all that our creator created us to be. And the only way that we can be is when we just say, Lord, I am yours. May we be enslaved to Christ. Why? Because he's a good master. He is a good master. And he knows our hearts and he loves our hearts and he's willing to bridge the gap and that divide. And he is willing to fulfill and satisfy those longings. Not with anything here, because these are mirages, but with everything that he is. May the cross have the final word in our hearts. May it snap us out of all the mirages and the fantasies that we so easily settle for. Let us pray. Lord God, we surrender. We surrender, we surrender. We, it's like a spotlight within us, Lord, and we know that on our own, we are nothing. We are, no, we are nothing more than that woman at the well that is just longing for something so much more, but, but she can't even begin to imagine what it is that is truly gonna be able to fill that void within her. But Lord, just like that moment where you told her, I am the Messiah right now through these words and, and through, through what we talk about here, Lord, you are saying that to me. You are saying that to everybody that is listening or watching this. Jesus, thank you that you satisfy even the most broken hearts. 
we are yours, we are yours, we are yours, and we want to declare and proclaim your victory today. Jesus, thank you for who you are, and we want to, we want to be more yours. Help us identify the mirages and the lies and the fantasies that we settle for. May we declare through your name victory and deliverance only through your name, through a heart that is broken. Lord, may we have the heart of David that says, look, I am, I am, I am nothing without you and I cannot do this on my own. I cannot defeat these mirages on my own, but I am calling upon your name, your victory, your strength in order to, to deliver me from these mirages that I'm so easy selling for. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you are and everything that you've done. Jesus, please use us. We are yours. In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. 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 God bless you. I pray you have an awesome day. I pray that today is a day of deliverance, of freedom. And if this has blessed you, again, I want to encourage you, please rate or review this. Share it. Be a part of the conversation. Reach out to me. Let me know how I can be praying for you. But you matter so much. And may we not fall for the lies that this world offers. God bless you. You have a great day. Talk to you later. See ya.